with Mother's Day just around the corner, are you thinking about something truly special for your mama? I am. And let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? So here is how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email, and these can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask, and then she can either type her response or record her voice. And then mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And then guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. You get to preserve her voice and her stories for your family. I mean, imagine you're discovering stories about her youth, her adventures, the challenges that she had to overcome in life, the way that you two connect and relate, and also the way her grandkids will relate to her. I mean, this book becomes a legacy and something that you and your future generations can truly treasure forever. I mean, your mom's given you a lifetime of stories, so this is your chance to give her a way to share them. And not only am I creating one for my mom now for Mother's Day, but for my dad's birthday, as my dad is turning 80 this year, and I like to gift him with sentimental gifts. You know, he's gifted my family and I so many treasured moments. So I wanted to create something for us to collect these memories and for my future kids, for them to know my father's voice. So beautiful, sentimental, easy to use. Let me emphasize easy to use. And you can truly create one for anyone, your mom, your dad, your bestie, maybe even you. <laughs> so check out mylifeinabook.com and use code MAGIC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code MAGIC for 10% off today. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a-U-S-E medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths. There are no clumps. And also, guess what? It slides right off with warm water. So no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com magic for 10% off your first order. Triggers. Triggers are also gifts for you as they allow you to face and transcend the illusion of whatever your perspective has been and ultimately increase your worth. And then 18, we're often triggered by other people, but keep in mind those in your life who are your greatest triggers or those who you've just experienced the greatest challenges with also are your greatest teachers. And 19. We know we've been triggered when we feel some resistance, but if there's anything to feel resistant to, I would say is fear. I repeat, 
If there's anything to feel resistant to, it's fear. Now let the magic begin. Hello and Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel, and thank you for listening to my many solos this past month and a half or so as I just decided to take a little break from interviews for a bit, and it's been really, really nice and also honestly necessary for me. But this will be the last solo for quite a minute. If you are interested in me doing maybe one or two episodes a month or just more solos, let me know, DM me, email me, whatever. I'm curious. I love to hear your input or share in the Euro Magic Facebook group. And this episode is sponsored by the one and only Skillshare, where you can take your creative journey to the next step, dabble with thousands, thousands of classes, if you have the time, but you know, you at least I'm sure will find one or two in those thousands of classes in illustration, design, photography, business, and so much more. I'm just, I'm thankful that Skillshare is still gifting you, the Yomis, two months for free to use their premium membership. But when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic, so create something amazing, discover thousands thousands of classes and you know you can even try Skillshare's hands-on projects and community support at Skillshare.com slash your own magic. So this solo I'm highlighting the number 30 because tis my birthday my 30th birthday this week turning 30 years young. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of a milestone, not only for just, you know, entering into a new phase of adulthood, but also if you've been on this journey with me since the beginning, you know that I had been going through my Saturn return. I was just entering into it pretty much at the start of your own magic and definitely hit the peak of it last year march 2019 through december 2019 according to my chart is when saturn hit the peak of its return which makes a mile of a sense as there were huge huge life events that took place during that time but and those were honestly some of the best times best moments of my life i mean very challenging yeah absolutely very challenging it's so wild too that started march 2019 because that's when i started my first long water fast which lasted for 22 days and also my only long water fast i've ever done but that's so wild that i just felt called to do it march 2019 which is the date apparently according to my chart saturn had begun returning if you know what i mean so yeah and then there was also my retreat my first retreat that happened at that moment and that gave me a lot of clarity as to why i'm here part of my purpose one of the things i must do for my life you know especially well at least during this time and well not during this time during covid but you know this phase of my life and yeah that was the absolute best and then i've also experienced a lot of personal things with friends and other relationships and intimacy and heartbreak and a lot of family clarity which was so insightful and then also December 2019 I ended it with the Nepali trip which was basically a metaphor for my entire Saturn return journey which is wild and then wow wow so if you look at your chart just take note of what happens between those dates, what perhaps will happen or has already happened between those dates or is happening if you happen to be in the midst of the peak of your Saturn return as in Saturn has finally returned back to the spot he was when you were born. However, I do remember once January 2020 hit, I just, I needed a break for whatever reason. I just needed to break away and have a self breather, perhaps because I was processing all the intensity. In fact, 
it was almost like my body was making me sit there and process because in the, on the Nepali trip, I tr injured my knees pretty, pretty bad. And uh, so I spent most of January in bed, you know, healing my body, but also I guess processing and healing from all the madness that happened during the peak of the Saturn return. And then also what really was happening before March 2019. So kind of collecting all of that together and just stepping away, having a breather for myself. And kind of like what I'm doing right now as well. So I just, I'm somebody who likes to process and have a breather for my soul. Perhaps that's the rising cancer in me. So am I still on my Saturn return though? Well, you know what? Let's talk about Saturn return first. You may already know what Saturn return is, but I'll just briefly share for those who may not know. So we have had also several other episodes, by the way, talking about this with other astrologers and what Saturn return is. So physically, Saturn return happens about 29 and a half years or so. 28 to 30, they say, when Saturn returns to the same spot, the same axis he was resting on when you were born, your natal Saturn. Yet his astrological depiction can often be deemed as a moment of life crisis. I said that word so weird, crisis. <laughs> but really, when we enter Saturn return, we begin to receive the wake up call and just feel the full weight of adulthood as it's honestly time to just get, become a bit more grounded into our own adult self. And the sobriety of reality really begins to overwhelm you and your youthful lust for life which it doesn't necessarily mean you don't stop dreaming. And I indeed still dream. I still have that youthful lust in a sense, but it's shifted in a way. And it also doesn't mean that you don't believe in magic with a C or with a CK. It simply means that there's just a change in perspective, which sounds simple, but it was an intense experience to have this shifted perspective indeed, which is actually quite nice if you ask me and settling. And again, we just become more grounded in who we are. We deeply, we, we do believe that we may know who we are in our twenties. And I did, I, do you ever look back at like when you were in elementary school, you felt like you knew it all. And then middle school, you felt like you knew it all. High school, you felt like you knew it all. And then you hit your 20s and you're like, okay, wait, I know myself way more now. And then I think your 30s hit. Well, this is my own personal experience, at least. And it's like, man, I always thought I know. I, I just knew. But really, the more I know, the more I also realize, the less I know. And... Of course, there's no doubt that every single year as you evolve, as you grow, you just become more grounded and understanding of who you are in yourself and your soul. But there's always still that something that in our 20s, perhaps we chase or we are easily swayed in some way. And that's part of the youthful charm, honestly. And it's more carefree, which is wonderful. I love that cavalier feeling. Yet, perhaps the best way to explain it might be there's indeed an evolved Peter Pan in a sense that will always live within me, but just a more, more mature evolved Peter Pan because I'm just feeling more grounded and settled than ever, than I, than I ever have before. And I'm also not talking about physical location, by the way, because I that's something that I know about myself is I just love to be a world traveler. But just an energy or a shift within that is not, you know, easy to define, if, if that makes sense. And of course, given the nature of the current state of events today and uh, our environment, we are all facing... <laughs> A variety of different perspectives because this world is changing so drastically and there are so many huge events that continue to take place and it just feels like a domino effect 
So no matter what, all of us are completely just shattering old perspectives, old paradigms, which is so great for our growth, but also we're regrounding our values and perspectives, all of us, no matter what age you are. So I think that's very interesting to also happen at the time of the tail end of my Saturn return, which I wonder if that confuses me if I'm like, is this part of my Saturn return or just the collective growth, if that makes sense. But we're all feeling such a big hit right now and it's somewhat similar to what happens, what you experience during your Saturn return. When Saturn return hits, I just, I believe what happens from what I've read and heard and observed and experienced myself is basically this universe gives you challenges to lay at your feet and says, you're going to grow up now. It is time, Peter. It is time. And the challenges you face and letting certain things go, which is not easy, but that's part of the growth and there is indeed a crossroads period. So anticipate facing life-changing, life-altering decisions. If I'm being honest, the scariest part, and I'm saying the scariest not to scare you, but just to warn you a bit for those that are entering or for those in the midst of, not 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 to warn you but to but just to bring awareness to because it's really not scary it's just something to be aware of is that this is the time for you to come face to face with your fears that are deeply embedded in your subconscious beliefs perhaps from lifetimes ago or this lifetime the repeated patterns that are finally ready to release so they're not carried on and you come face to face with your limitations. And thank you, Saturn, for gifting that. Gifting us a chance to break those barriers on a more extreme level. So we are able to transcend them at a more rapid rate. Instead of carrying them on, prolonging them for years. Transcend these limiting beliefs. Or... Perhaps we're just gifted more lessons, harder lessons, till we finally do. And I want to say gifted because as challenging as they are, they really are gifts for our growth. So Saturn gives us that opportunity to really, really see it full on, full force. And if we don't listen, then we'll just continue receiving it and it just might get harder until we finally let it go. And perhaps if we don't, when Saturn returns, we might be carrying that through our next phase of adulthood. That's just a fair warning, but it's just a time to. So it's an exciting time at that. And it's an empowering time, a very empowering time. So Saturn, he, he, he just cranks up the intensity so they're more apparent, which is very nice. But yes, extra difficult, but again, extra rewarding and empowering. So, one of my lessons, my personal lessons, self-judgment, severe self-judgment. Yeah. So, during my sudden return, I had an abundance of things to face that would either make me choose the path of deeper negative critique, self-critique and self-judgment, or choose the path of... And I'm not even talking critique. I'm talking critic. I'm talking critical, cynical, mean, downright mean to self. Not cool. Not cool. So I could choose that path. Or I could choose the path towards, you know, more self-love and self-honoring, self-compassion. Even if it takes baby steps to fully just embrace my highest self, my inner divine infinite goddess unbreakable unparalleled goddess self that i have and that all that we all have but i would allow the mind the self sabotaging thoughts the self judging thoughts to interfere with feeling this from time to time 
most of the time perhaps I would be tapped into this goddess, but then there would still be times where I would feel like I'd slipped a bit. So that on a deep soul level, it's so important for me to just know who I am and how powerful I am. Even if my mind, my pain body would like me to believe otherwise and sabotage that progress. So that was just a lifelong lesson that was extra heightened during this point because I would find my value in external things or other ways to validate myself versus just truly feeling this worth, this love, this validation within without seeking it elsewhere. Along with many more. So whatever inner battles that you happen to be going through at this time, just take note because perhaps you can transcend them into beautiful butterflies <laughs> and allow them to free. So you just, you don't carry them with you at all or as intensely through your next phase of adulthood. Also, another lesson my comfort zone of isolation, which, you know, you can listen to my episode on loneliness because that would end up, of course, because we're human, loneliness would end up creeping in a little bit. But I've learned a lot about that during my Saturn return, and therefore I do whatever I can to make sure I don't feel that loneliness. Even if that means during a pandemic when a lot of people are isolating, I just spend that time with my family. I'm not alone. I'm with my family. I'm with unconditional love. It's all good. So with that, along with darkness and depression was something that kept coming up for me. And so many people going through their sudden return, you know, they'll, they trickle into it. So at the start of this podcast, I was trickling into the peak of the sudden return, right? A lot of people, it starts at 27, 28. And I think that they can see that in your chart. And then also trickling out of it a bit. It's not like we finish the sudden return and voila, everything is perfect all of a sudden and our 30s are perfect. I mean, no, but we've learned a lot and we've grounded a lot and now we're trickling out to really solidify those lessons. So people trickling in and trickling out of the peak are often met with a deep sea of sadness and dread but ultimately allow it to shift faster, especially once they trickle out of it, they can shift out of that faster. And honestly, it may be painful in the moment, very painful in the moment, but ultimately it leads you along a path of deep healing and self-empowerment and understanding. So the lessons of simply just letting go or detachment and also deep compassion for all living things, including Ahimsa are felt on an extreme level and it's time to truly embed that program that within you and so you begin to just truly know what works for you what's for you and just what's not what's not and it's less of a big deal and if it doesn't work with someone or vibe with someone else, that's fine. That is absolutely fine because you know you. So no longer are you feeling the need to have to do something because that is what society demands or that's how society influences everybody else's perspective. So you need to do it like them too or that's what others demand of you or demand of whatever. It's not that that is the thing that makes you do what you want to do. You do what feels right for you in this moment, for you, for you, because you're thinking long term more and that's all that matters. Basically, life, things, how you feel about everything becomes more solidified. That's the best word I can describe, solidified clear clear crystal quartz clear however because you do happen to have this beautiful thing called free will 
it's up to you to respond how you're going to respond to the changes and the challenges that happen to be delivered to you during your Saturn return. Are you going to resist them or will you dance with them, work with them? Yeah, if you do resist, there don't worry, there's there's a part two that is coming your way in 29 years or so. Or you might work with it at some point during the period of your second phase of adulthood. It might take longer though. See, that's the beauty about sudden return is that it's like it allows it all to manifest faster. You work through it easier. So all Saturn does is he's returning. He's, he's leading you to yourself, your soul. And what's wild, again, I still just think it's so wild that I literally started this podcast when I was 27, beginning to walk closer to my sudden return. I still remember this man in India who just randomly stopped me on the street. He actually happened to be from Australia, but lived in Bali, and he was just in India, and we just happened to be crossing paths, and he felt like giving me a free, full, comprehensive chart reading, and he was like, you're about to, some crazy things, wild things are about to happen, because you're truly just about in a few months going to be, he didn't say trickling, but I'm just going to use that word, trickling into your Saturn return. And then who knew that months later, your own magic would begin. And it was like, oh, here, here are so many life lessons. And now you get to also deliver these lessons to thousands of people, tens of thousands of people. Cool. Okay. I'm here for it, which is great. But you know, I was able to learn a lot and therefore share on here for your benefit and for my benefit, even though they were very, very challenging, but so ultimately worth it. And I realized I'm like, oh, because I'm worth it. And so whenever you are going through a challenge, maybe you can remind yourself, oh, that's because I'm worth it in the best way because I'm strong and the universe knows my strength. So... Am I still in my Saturn return? Well, physically, clearly, Saturn has probably passed my natal Saturn, that spot that it was when I was born 30 years ago. But, so, you know, I've, I've walked past the peak myself in a sense, which makes, honestly, a world of a sense. March 2019 through December 2019, super intense times for me, especially the tail end. But though I'm physically, I guess, past that point, December 2019 is no longer with us, right? I also do feel a bit of Saturn's impact today, uh, as in I'm just really grounding or solidifying those lessons in a way because they have trickled into today and so I just had to take a breather and just fully receive more clarity and understand my lessons and solidify them as well because I am entering this next phase, this next chapter, this next book, my highest self, super tuned in and super here and ready to live my dharma. (laughs) Okay, which... If you've, by the way, exited your Saturn return and you feel like your world is still collapsing a bit, well, first of all, we're going through a global pandemic, so you're also going through something collectively because just everybody, no matter if they're in their Saturn return or not, going through a lot. So that's something to just keep in mind that the whole entire world is at a heightened state of honestly not feeling so grounded, feeling just like what? There's a big new paradigm shift indeed. And perhaps because I did just get on my Saturn return, I feel more calm in it than I probably probably would otherwise. But so whether you're just entering in the midst of or you're trickling out of your Saturn return like me and you would like to feel a bit more grounded and receive more clarity and you're still facing some challenges, then just always remember that this is ultimately for you and for your expansion, for your ascension, for your own deep self 
knowing of your worth, self-compassion, self-love, self-empowerment, self, 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 soul, 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 so much for you. It's such a beautiful, beautiful time and opportunity. And also to always just be true to you and honor yourself during the process. So, you know, no need to apply too much pressure at all. In fact, I honestly, I highly recommend doing as much yin work or just relaxing work to alleviate all the intense, intense stress during the process. So simply just be aware and find the yin and the yang during the process. And also do not ignore the lessons though your mind is going to try to convince you to and just allow them to show you through messages and synchronicity and silence how you can navigate through this and writing writing will be a huge tool in order to navigate through this so that you can simply just release them and let them go. I think breath work and shadow work are just wonderful ways to be able to process it all. So, yeah. Smile through this new chapter. Actually, no. No, you're about to enter. Like I said, that chapter is finishing and you are writing a new book. You're beginning to write from a whole new perspective, a whole new story. So, whew. This is exciting. This is really exciting. So to be honest, once I knew this, I was able to have, honestly, just more fun with the process, even during my darker moments. I don't know if I would have had those episodes, which has helped a lot of people through their dark times, if I didn't experience that through my sudden return. So there's so much beauty, and there's always a full circle moment when you get to go through those hard times and then overcome them and potentially help others do the same so yeah thanks Saturn I see you well I don't but I feel you thank you (laughs) so with all that being said I would like to share in the second half of the episode 30 nuggets of gold for the soul Yomi, short interruption just to share the magic of our sponsor Skillshare which happens to be an online learning community that is offering you two months for free of their premium membership when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And why not, especially right now while we are all inside, this is the time to explore new skills and deepen existing passions, getting lost in the creativity of whatever our soul is guiding us to and trying out many different classes from Skillshare. You can stay inspired and express yourself and even connect with a community of other creatives and like-minded beings on Skillshare, which is phenomenal. There are those that are interested in writing, writing poetry, writing scripts, digital illustration, painting, and there's many different classes on those kind of arts. I know a lot of people, a lot of Yomis have been taking Skillshare to learn more about photography, especially as more people are creating their own platforms where Skillshare also has classes on helping out with that, like podcasts and YouTube, yada yada. So it doesn't hurt. It's two months of premium membership for free. Join Skillshare by going to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. Yep free that's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and now on with the show nuggets of gold for the soul. I'm going to try to stay away from the basics like be kind, be honest, gratitude is everything. Don't forget the power of giving for good karma. <laughs> Just kidding. That that stuff you all know, of course. So this is more unique nuggets of gold that of course you you know, your soul knows and you've probably learned these lessons throughout your own magic like myself. Or these are also lessons that I learned deeply along my Saturn return journey that are mostly unique. Some might be a bit trite, whatever, but 
it's whatever flowed when I decided to make this a list of 30 things, 30 nuggets of gold. So some may resonate for you, by the way, for your unique self and human experience, spiritual experience, while others might not. And that's totally fine. Just pocket whatever feels good for you. So here they are. Absolutely no particular order whatsoever. But just whatever randomly came through when I created this, because of course there's way more nuggets of gold out of these 185 episodes that we've had, especially from guests that have been shared on this podcast. So, but here are just 30. And again, these are not all just from the podcast, but also from personal experiences. So one, like I talked about one of my lessons, one, stop judging yourself for how you feel. Whatever you feel is always, always, always valid and is a beautiful lesson for you, for your growth. Plus, when you happen to judge your feelings, judge yourself, it truly prevents you from processing whatever it is, aka healing it. (laughs) And then two, we all have dharma. We all have a soul purpose. In fact, we have multiple purposes and many soul missions because we're so multifaceted. And so in your attempts to discover your own, it's super important to not feed into the human mind, the ego's desires to want what others happen to have because there's something just beautiful for yourself, your own magic. Instead, find your own genius, explore her or him, and of course, then take action, inspired action based off of that for you and also for this whole collective, this whole universe. Three, truth. What is truth? What in the world is truth? Honestly, thanks to Gandhi and also just my own soul seeking, (laughs) truth is simply just that voice within you. Your intuition. Your intuition is truth truth for you it knows and that truth might look different from others and for others but whatever is true for you is true for you that's truth society which often actually paints a very untrue picture that doesn't work for everyone society might have their own collective truth in a sense and we might have this truth with the collective but what really is true is what's true for us And that is something that we know just simply by tuning within. And silence, perhaps, is the greatest truth seeker. Four, truth is also God, which speaks through you and your inner voice. So it's all connected, right? But what is God? So, you know, God used that word used to really trigger me when I left Mormonism, Christianity, and just other dogmatic practices. The word God just triggered me in some way, and same with Jesus for whatever reason. But now I use God, source, universe, very interchangeably. God is everywhere, everyone, everything. God is one. God is omnipresent, the all-powerful spirit within us and around us. God is love. God is pure love. Period. That's on period. Perhaps I could have, you know, said God first, by the way, because, you know, God's number one. But again, this is in no particular order. This was just flow from the list. So whatever. But the beauty of God is that you can always turn to her and she'll just protect you, gift you, and give you the messages that you need. I don't think God has a pronoun, by the way. He, she, whatever. God God just is. But also, God does have pronoun, pronouns. Anyway, God is there for the life and the lessons that you ask for. And so five, this brings me to five. Asking God, source, universe, asking the universe. Let the universe know what you want so you can listen and receive the messages along the way on how to manifest it. Get it, get it. Why did you randomly feel the nudge to walk to the convenience store down the street to buy some chocolate. Oh, perhaps there's a special person there, a messenger that happens to be headed towards 
the chocolate aisle that's going to give you some sort of nugget of wisdom that's going to lead you to that manifestation in some way. And you're like, oh, and you won't even realize it often until afterward, after you met that person and everything happens and then it all makes sense. And you're like, whoa, I'm glad that I followed the nudge. I'm glad I followed that inspired action to go get that chocolate. And that's why, that's why I had that random ping to just head that way. So follow those little pings and you'll, you'll manifest a world of treasure and just trust, trust that they'll come and you might not be aware that they've come, but you know, when you want something and craving something, when it just comes to you, perhaps there's a time to act on impulse and you'll feel when it feels right. You might not even have to think too much about it. And then six, manifest. Isn't that so cool that we really get to manifest what we desire and that not everything is just pre-programmed and pre-outlined for us to walk, that truly we get to manifest and create and have the free will to create whatever it is that we want and that there's no judgment on the universe's part on what we want. I think that's so cool and liberating. So we're always manifesting as we're working with this thing called the law of attraction nonstop, which I'm sure you know. We're working with it all the time like we are with the law of gravity. However, we are either consciously or unconsciously manifesting all that is around us. So we may be manifesting a lot that we don't want or a lot that we do want, that we've been asking for because we had been consciously manifesting everything around us. But even when we're manifesting something we do want, the universe may deliver a lot of different lessons in the meantime that might not be the most fun thing in the world and rather challenging and might feel like it kind of sucks in the moment. (laughs) And so in order to overcome whatever it is, we have to overcome the limits of our mind that the universe is trying to show us through these challenges. And so once we do, You may access a new realm, a new world, a new vibrational frequency that allows you, that aligns you with that manifestation. So it comes through. Seven, you are worth it. Boo-boo, you are worth it all. (laughs) So on top of learning all those lessons, whatever you're asking for, you have to do a lot of internal alignment with it as well. And in some, instead of, you know, faking it till you make it, just you truly must begin to acknowledge your worth. Know your worth. Feel your divine worth. Remember you are, you are your God. Your source, universe, everything's possible. Everything's infinite. So nothing is impossible at all. You're worth it all. You just need to remind your mind that on a daily basis, in some way, shape, or form, And therefore, you also align with that manifestation. (laughs) And eight. Just like the universe has your back, so does Mama Nature. Mama Nature has got ya. You just walk into her embrace and she'll instantly, immediately bring your vibration to a more of a neutral or positive vibrational frequency. A better, a nicer state of alignment for you, as you will. So... Nature indeed always carries you home. So simply just hanging out in nature, allowing those thoughts and the agendas of whatever you need to do or whatever you're going through to just float away and sit and be present with mama nature and what is around you. And nature has just this natural way of bringing yourself back to ease. Naturally, just naturally raising your vibration and reminding you of your innate worth and reminding you of god source universe so there's never a moment that's wasted in nature there's not as long as you also remember to take some moments to enjoy the present of her presence and nine the present of the presence something to ask yourself whenever things get intense or you feel anxiety or feel disconnected simply ask yourself this question what is the present of the presence What is the gift of the moment? I actually wrote this one little poem. (laughs) The present of the present 
is the presence. As she presents her presence, she's the present of the present. And 10, third of the way there. Sometimes we don't always allow ourselves to enjoy the present because we have so much on our plate. We have so much on our mind. We have a lot to do for ourselves and for others. And we feel like there's just not enough time in the day. But this is something that I want you to remember for 10. 10. Time is only an illusion. So hence why, you know, some days honestly just feel a lot longer than others. Like 2020, in my opinion, has gone by rather fast. It honestly feels like we would usually be in like May or June at this point. But for whatever reason, 2020, actually thankfully, because this has been wild here, but 2020 has simply just flown by. And therefore, yeah, time is just an illusion. There, It feels like five minutes working out feels like so much longer than five minutes driving, you know? So there we go. Time is an illusion. And so... With that being said, knowing time is an illusion, you can actually use that for your own benefit, for your own personal power or whatever you want to achieve. So it allows you more patience in a sense. So let's see. For for an example, recall whatever your new year uh, intention or resolution was. Have you ever made a resolution or a goal and just wanted, you know, like the, the shortcut way? So whatever that was, you just did it for a few weeks and then just completely abandoned it because you just wanted it now. You wanted it fast. But then eight months goes by and you're bummed because you never achieved it because you kind of just gave up on it because you're looking at the short term. However, you know, somebody else, let's just say Susie, had the same goal, yet she decided to take her time with it, achieve it more slowly and sustainably, no rush. Of course, she had her ups and downs along the way, but she in time achieved it. Eight months later, she achieved it, and it's amazing because she just, she never gave up and she did it slowly to work with her lifestyle and also she wasn't in that rush because of this sense of time of needing it now that instant gratification need and so whatever when she looks at the time she started which was January 2020 she looks at that time and now it's been eight months later and it's like eight months went by so fast though she had been working on it that whole time and she wasn't in a rush and therefore she ended up ultimately achieving it so that's something that you can use to your benefit. Like, what could you begin today that you'll look back in August 2021 or December 2020 and you'll be like, wow, I'm glad I took small little steps because I didn't buy into the illusion of time and ultimately it led me here. Just something to keep in mind for your mind, body, and soul. All right, so 10 down and 20 more to go. Woo! All right, 11, 11, 11, angel number 11. So yeah, that obviously, of course, when I wrote 11, I was like, oh, okay, work with angel numbers <laughs> for divine messages or perhaps just wait for them to surprise you. I see 444 about every single day. But then sometimes I feel like I'm receiving other numerical messages. And so I just look it up and see what the message is. And so, and you can truly just Google it. There's so many different sites that share very divine, angelic information. Along with 12, there are also messages from animals which you can also look up online, but these animals often come with very divine messages, spirit animals, soul animals, whatever, but they're first recognized by indigenous tribes and carried through to other humans like ourselves so we can also use this wisdom and translate this wisdom to receive messages for the greater good of the collective conscious. Perhaps you see 
the animal in person or in some form of art or in your dreams. So indeed, take note of the synchronicities and you can look up the divine meaning as you see how that happens to resonate with your life. And then speaking of synchronicities, notice other synchronicities and repeated patterns in your life. I mean, that's definitely key to growth. So see them in relationships, in behavioral patterns, or the divine signs that are given to you like numbers and animals or other whatever synchronicity is presented your way really focus on that because those will also be divine messages from your spirit guides angels palladians god source universe whatever (laughs) all the things so yeah make sure that you pay attention listen 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 and uh speaking of guides whatever you're going through always turn to them they're one of your most important relationships in your life. I feel like a lot of Christians, they turn to Jesus, which is a wonderful guide. A lot of Buddhists turn to Buddha. But whatever guide is working with you through you, and or perhaps you also feel like your guides, you might refer to them as Arcturians or Palladians. See, we have all these labels, but really we've always had these relationships with these guides. So... Like any relationship as well, keep in mind to uh, treat it like such. You know, it's important to be there with them even when it's not just for your convenience. So not just to only turn to them when you need guidance or manifestation or protection. I mean, if that's what you do, that's great. That's definitely better than nothing because no matter what, they'll be there. But just keep in mind the beautiful miracles that might even take place or just how strong your relationship might be with them or how many other ways they can deliver messages to you if you communicate with them more or perhaps they might even just simply just channel through you in a sense they just become easier access they're always there but the access is easier the more you strengthen this relationship and then 15 Of course, they're going to be there through your hard times, through your great times, your light times, dark times. Yet so for 15, this is just something that I felt was very important. Just remember, it's okay to have dark times. You're human. It's okay. So when you do have dark times, just perhaps remind yourself of the light within these dark times. Just to lighten it up a little bit, but it's okay simply it's okay and 16 and remember the dark times are also just gifts for you to experience and learn from and dark times lead to great strengths and 17 triggers triggers are also gifts for you as they allow you to face and transcend the illusion of whatever your perspective has been and ultimately increase your worth and then 18 We're often triggered by other people, but keep in mind, those in your life who are your greatest triggers or those who you've just experienced the greatest challenges with also are your greatest teachers. And 19. We know we've been triggered when we feel some resistance, but if there's anything to feel resistant to, I would say is fear. I repeat. If there's anything to feel resistant to, it's fear. And 20, thinking doesn't have the greatest outcome over fear. Something to keep in mind, truly. Thinking doesn't have the greatest outcome over fear. But inspired action does. That action that your heart wants you to take, that indeed has the greatest outcome over fear. So that is... 20. That means the last 10. Let's see what I wrote. All right. So 21. Ooh. Okay. One small step forward a day goes a long way. So similar to what I said earlier about the illusion of time, this is basically just piggybacking off of that, but it's true. I just, I learned from this one book called The Compound Effect. I learned from it years ago by uh, Darren Hardy which I totally recommend, by the way, the importance of taking small steps. Darren Rowe, 
small, seemingly insignificant steps completed consistently over time will create a radical difference. Something to keep in mind. 22. This also reminds me to share that it's easy for us to dream about anything or honestly to just visualize it in our meditation. It's really easy for us to do that, right? You really can, you have a limitless space in your mind to just dream about anything. That's the beauty. That's the beauty about our mind and visualization. But it's not always so easy to make that change happen. And so it's really important to take that inspired action. And then 23, when we take that action, sometimes we like to see immediate results. But being able to just trust the process and have the patience in the meantime will eventually get us there, no matter how long it takes. Yet, Honestly, that trust and that patience are just the easiest things for the mind to convince you to break. And letting go of that ultimately may be the killer, the kryptonite to accomplish it. And then 24, that trust, that faith, faith. So I saw this acronym for faith and it was like, forward all issues to heaven. Or, you know, the universe, God, whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love that, having that faith. I indeed can be stubborn to reach out sometimes, but then I'm really never disappointed when I do. (laughs) And so, for example, here's a very weird, extreme example, but it's just something that happened a few days ago. I experienced horrible sleep paralysis again, you know. Uh, aka a negative entity or demon messes with you in your sleep and paralyzes you so you just can't move or do anything about it and it's really scary so because I have you know these from time to time I know that they also often last not just one night but they go for long periods of time they last a week to sometimes a month and they'll do it multiple times throughout the night often so I believe it was last Tuesday night that it happened, and then, so the next night, I just saged the entire place and lit this candle to pray to my guides, to God, and then I placed, I was like, okay, I want to find some sort of very righteous figure to protect me, so, you know, I had a picture of the earth angel Gandhi, I was like, okay, that's great to have by my side, and of course, crystals. And yeah, that was just my nice, peaceful space. And of course, the intention and the prayer, I had that faith because I did all of that. But most importantly, the most important thing was I reached out, I prayed, and therefore I just kind of knew that I really would have a beautiful, peaceful sleep, and I did. And so I just, I forwarded that issue to their hands, and it was all good, and I didn't have multiple nights of it. It was just one night, all good, all good, all good. 25! That was such a great year. So, uh, 25, I could not create this list without speaking about my Sanskrit tattoo on my forearm, for wrist, or whatever. I think I was 25 when I got this tattoo, actually. But it says Ahimsa, which is basically having compassion for all living things, including yourself. And practice nonviolence, physically, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, toward others (laughs) or ourselves I truly believe Ahimsa is one of the most powerful energetic forces in our universe in our nature that just gives us so much peace within ourselves and honestly spreads the peace around the world so the more we practice and apply it the better our world is all right 26 with that compassion that Ahimsa I just wanted to leave this note that it's super important to also be kind. Not nice, but kind. So I told you I wasn't going to talk about super trite things that we already know, like be kind, or at least try not to. But um, I'm just going to add to that. Like, obviously be kind. But like, uh, you know those people that 
are just very nice. I've, I've been guilty of this. Um, I think it's also a common thing in the culture that I grew up in, but they might be smiling, but they're just, they're not the most, they're not truly happy to, you know? It's like kind of like a passive aggressive smile, but they're being nice, but it's not genuine. I feel like that's the thing. Nice is not always genuine. There are nice things you can do for others. That's great. But as far as your own personal feeling, experience, whatever, being kind is just so genuine and true. Like you just genuinely feel like being kind. So yeah, kind is definitely different than nice. And it's just not possible to emanate the energy of being genuine unless you're just truly kind. Something to keep in mind. Now, four more. So I better make them gold. (laughs) All right, 27. So I like to think of emotions as basically simply classes in this earth school. Like Gary Zukav said, emotions are classes in the earth school. Some classes are about fear and some are about love. The universe is your tutor and your classroom is your life. The main course in the earth school is authentic power. And that happens to be the same for everyone, but different students need different courses in order to complete it. So my friends, enjoy your curriculum (laughs) with this earth school and really process those classes, (laughs) those emotions. All right, 28. Those in your classrooms are also your soulmates and we all have multiple soulmates. Some are meant just to simply be friendships, long friendships, short friendships, maybe even nemesis or something romantic. We're all in this together. You're in this together for whatever karmic reason. So there's no reason to deeply hate someone, obviously, even if they hurt or betrayed you in any way, because man, did they give you a very beautiful, powerful lesson that your soul is thankful for. Trust me, they are thankful for. So if anything, whether that human is a lifelong loving soulmate or just happens to be a short-term soulmate, whether it feels like it's a good thing or bad thing, it's just someone to be deeply thankful for. And we will have multiple soulmates in this life. You already do. 29. Because we have multiple soulmates, I just want you to keep in mind that it's so important to remember that you're just not alone and your feelings are not exclusive you're not alone. You're not alone. You're never alone. You matter. You matter. You always matter. And like the Pleiadians will even tell you, you are needed. You have been in training for this assignment for lifetimes and you did not come unprepared. All that you need to know now is inside of you. And the last one, 30. Worlds will open that you never knew existed. When you begin to dance with and emit your own vibrational frequency, your own magic from your soul, rather than mimicking or imitating or absorbing someone else's genius and magic, you emit your own. This was also inspired by the Pleiadians and Barba Marciniak, but this is something that we all just must remember in order to enter a new earth. Your own magic. All right, dear old souls. (laughs) I hope that you're able to pocket pieces of this in your heart, if not all of it, so you can carry it along with you on your journey. And next week, there will likely be a very special guest. If not the week after, I'm pretty sure it's going to be next week. So I will see you next Magic Monday. And in the meantime, sending soul much love. And then now, let the outro begin. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. 
please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. The Pyrite is monthly and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that experience called home. You can visit that at euromagic.life forward slash home. And that will be with Brie Melanson and I, my fellow alien channeling palladian boss babe (laughs) all right well thank you so so much and have a magical rest of your day